Mabuhay! My name is Fred Doc Dossel with Mabuhay Credit Union, and it is my pleasure to welcome you all back to another episode of the Mabuhay Community Corner. If you haven't visited with us yet in the past, this is a vlog and a podcast that aims to honor and to highlight the Mabuhay community. So joining us here today is Dr. Antonio Moya, MD, MPH. He is the founder of the Credit Union's Partners with the Council of Young Filipino Americans in Medicine, or CFAM. And joining him is Kat Chua, one of CFAM's members who's currently enrolled to become a future doctor. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Dr. Antonio and Kat. How, how are you both doing? We're doing well. Awesome. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, so if, uh, if you don't mind, Dr. Antonio, can you talk, to, you know, talk to us a little bit about CFAM uh, and how your organization came about? Sure. So CFAM stands for the Council of Young Filipino Americans in Medicine uh, and really started when uh, one of my closest friends, Dr. Angelico Razon, and I uh, had an idea when we were in medical school. You know, we were one of the very few medical students of Filipino heritage uh, in the whole uh, medical school. And we thought that, you know, maybe there would be more all across the US. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where it started. Uh, we knew that there were Filipino medical organizations that usually had graduates from the Philippines who immigrated to the US, but nothing really nationally that uh, organized all of the young Filipino Americans who trained in the US uh, and really had roots here. Um, so that's where it started, going through medical school, residency and fellowship, we still saw a lack of that type of organization. So it was at that time that we created a nationwide or, uh, survey uh, where we sent it out to young Filipino Americans in medicine age 40 and below to really find out what they would want in a national organization. Um, so through that survey, we actually found that young Filipino Americans really wanted not only a place to socialize and you know, kind of network with each other, but they wanted an organization that would help, uh, you know, develop the leadership of uh, young Filipino Americans in their hospitals, in their clinics, and also provide that educational pipeline as early as undergraduate to uh, uh, becoming an uh, attending. So that's how we were able to form ourselves as an organization. And, and uh, a lot of what we've done was based on our uh, conference that happened back in October 2020. That's amazing. And, and yes, I'm, I'm excited because obviously, you know, as a community, um, Filipinos are known for, uh, for our nurses, right? Uh, but I'm, I'm really glad to hear that CFAM is representing, uh, you know, other members of uh, the medical community, uh, particularly uh, doctors and, you know, even young um, students. Kat, uh, can you talk to us about how you uh, got started uh, with CFAM? How, how did you get involved to begin with? Yeah, um, I feel very lucky, honestly, because I knew a few of the people that were organizing CFAM from the ground up. Um, so like Dr. Moya and um, another like mentor figure of mine, like Robert Rukayu, who's now um, graduated med school. So he's going to be a doctor too. Um, they invited my organization at UCLA called Filipinos for Community Health to partake in that survey that Dr. Moya was speaking of. 
So um, a few of us like immediately just wanted to get involved because we've never seen something like CFM before, something that unites, you know, Filipinx Americans in medicine, like nationally, it was really amazing to see. And we really wanted to get involved immediately. That's amazing. Now, obviously, um, you know, the medical field, well, to get into the medical field to begin with, it's, it's very rigorous. Now, how has the pandemic affected, you know, the, the educational aspect uh, of things? Obviously, again, it's, it's already a challenge to begin with, uh, never mind a, a pandemic on top of that. Can you share with us a little bit about that uh, part of your experience, Kat? Yeah, I think that's like, it's a really, really amazing question. And a lot of um, us undergraduate students are still adapting, I guess, to online learning. Um, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I personally have been taking my mental health more seriously because of online learning. Um, and it's also, as a pre-medical student, it's kind of been tough, you know, like trying to put together our future applications for medical school, you know, not as many opportunities are available anymore. So I was very lucky to have found CFAM when the pandemic was really first hitting. And I was able to have that, that support from everyone and meet honestly like a national family. And I call a lot of these people like Ate, Glia, and I have so many more mentor figures in my life that are so willing to like help me in my um, like medical journey. It's really heartwarming and I feel very like lucky to have found CFEM and get involved like this early on. That's fantastic. I mean, that I would imagine that's definitely a huge part of what you're trying to accomplish as an organization is to help those that are trying to get into the medical field, right? So uh, back in October 2020, uh, we were able to create our first virtual conference and we had 575 people. Uh, sign up for the, for the conference, and we had more than 500 actually attend. Uh, these uh, attendees were Filipino-Americans uh, from Hawaii, Alaska, all over the U.S., and a few from the Philippines as well. And during that conference, we were able to really talk about what issues are most important in our medical community, and how could we partner with local Filipino-American uh, communities to really promote the health uh, of these communities. Uh, we had scholars from all over uh, the US also present their research, and it didn't have to be research specifically on Filipino-American communities. It could be basic science research. Uh, it could be uh, research related to drug development. But anything uh, created by Filipino-American physicians and scientists, we wanted to make sure that we promoted it and uh, gave it the attention that it deserved. Right. Congratulations for that. I actually do remember that, uh, you know, Mabuhay Credit Union was was very proud to, to support uh, that conference of yours. So kudos. I mean, um, the organization, you know, as, as young as it is, right, it's definitely grown and uh, leaps and bounds. And, and again, the fact that you do support from within, that's huge. Um, and, you know, call it a, I guess, a silver lining in, in a pandemic, but, you know, moving everything in a virtual, uh, you know, platform that really does allow for a national organization to grow faster than it otherwise would have. Right now, um, again, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, uh, there's obviously other challenges uh, going on. And, and we know for a fact that when when people talk about frontliners and essential workers, the medical field is, is literally in the forefront of that. 
Uh, can you share a little bit about some of those challenges? I mean, you know, uh, we're you know we're just about a year uh, now into uh, you know into the pandemic here, particularly here in Southern California. Can you share uh, a little bit about that? Yeah, it's a great question, Queer Fred. So, uh, you know, COVID nineteen has uh, severely affected so many different communities uh, in the United States and also in the Philippines. Uh, as a young Filipino American doctor, uh, it's been very challenging to to see how much my patients have suffered from this disease, especially at the beginning of this pandemic. Uh, and CFAM actually helped to provide a platform for which uh, me and a lot of our you know, fellow young Filipino doctors were able to you know, talk about the challenges that we had day in and day out, you know, talk about the challenging situations we've had with patients, especially when we didn't know much about COVID-19. Um, this was at the very beginning of the pandemic around March, 2020 in the US. So much has changed since then. And as, as I've talked to, uh, you know, with you about before, um, really having the vaccines is a game changer, especially uh, since so many of us are, you know, frontline workers in the hospitals as nurses, as young physicians, as established physicians, um, the COVID-19 vaccine has really given us a lot of safeguard against this virus. Yes, and, and again, we really salute you all for, uh, for your service uh, during these especially challenging times. Now, you, you talked about vaccines, right? Um, I know CFAM uh, is, uh, is working with Philpro and, and Tayo uh, on a special project uh, local to us here uh, in Carson. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. So uh, CFAM has had the pleasure of working with Philpro the Filipino Young Leaders Program and Mabuhay Credit Union uh, to create a COVID-19 vaccination site specifically focused on the Filipino American community uh, of Los Angeles. So it's going to be based uh, in uh, Carson uh, on June 5th. And we're really going to try to get as many Filipino Americans uh, around this community vaccinated, uh, especially in light of the uh, recent news that Vaccinations are now being available for younger uh, people, uh, 18 below. Uh, we really wanna make sure that uh, Filipino Americans have as much opportunity to get fully vaccinated because really that's gonna be the game changer in terms of the disease spread in our community. And, and Kat has been doing a lot of work also on the ground, organizing uh, the community as well. Kat, would, would you like to talk about that? I can talk a bit. So um, a few of, our CFM members, we've been trying to organize the community in terms of getting volunteers, donations, and especially people who would like to be vaccinated. But um, to find more information on that as it comes, um, Dr. Moya has a Zoom background with our social media, but uh, everything will be released on our social media as it comes. So the CFM org, and um, I believe we're on Instagram, like Facebook and Twitter right now. I know for a fact that here in the city of Carson, we're right about like 60% uh, vaccinated. Uh, but percentage-wise, I mean, you know, within the Filipino community and in general in communities of color, uh, those rates are significantly less. Um, so it's really important to, like you mentioned, you know, to overcome the, that vaccine hesitancy. Uh, and I'm, I'm so proud to be involved with that project uh, to, again, to, to support our community and, and to, uh, you know, to give them this vaccine to to ensure that you know we're we're keeping each other safe, right? Now, in 
in addition to the COVID-19 pandemic, I know that the month of May is also a special month in the medical world, particularly uh, you know, in your field, uh, Dr. Moya. Uh, can you talk about some of the other uh, medical challenges that our community uh, is facing? Yes, so Filipino Americans as compared to other Asian subgroups have been shown to have higher rates of high blood pressure, uh, diabetes as well, all of which can lead to stroke. So May is Stroke Awareness Month, and as a neurologist, I, I just want to put out that message that, you know, stroke is a disease that can be treated and it can be prevented. Kuya uh, Fred, I always talk to you about the acronym FAST, uh, and I know you've heard me talk about this before, um, but just so everyone knows, uh, the acronym that we always talk about for stroke is FAST. F stands for FACE, which stands for any drooping or weakness on one side of the face. And this happens suddenly, okay? Uh, A stands for arm, any weakness in the arm on one side, that could be a stroke. Uh, S stands for speech, any difficulty in speaking or understanding speech that comes in suddenly, uh, that could be a, a stroke. And then T stands for time. Time is brain, you need to call 911 immediately if you suspect that somebody is having a stroke, especially in, uh, you know, Filipino culture, a lot of times we think, ah, oh, you know, bahala uh, na, it will go away by itself. That's the opposite of what we should be thinking when we suspect that there is a stroke. So uh, the common thing that we always think about is that for every minute of your stroke, you lose about 2 million brain cells. Uh, and so when a patient with an acute stroke comes to the hospital, we're able to give treatments such as TPA, tissue plasminogen activator, uh, which could potentially help a patient with stroke within the first four and a half hours. Uh, we also have treatments to remove blood clots that cause strokes, uh, uh, depending on the patient, up to 24 hours from uh, onset of that stroke. So really stroke uh, is not a stroke of bad luck anymore. There's something that you can actively do for a stroke. So you, all you need to do, and remember this, is to call 911. Do not hesitate, just call 911. Uh, we actually created a PSA on stroke, a public service announcement in stroke in Fil Filipino and, uh, and in English. So we also use Taglish. Um, and so in that PSA, we partnered with FASG, which is the Filipino American Services Group Incorporated, uh, to create this video in historic Filipino town community. Uh, the actors were actually from the Filipino community, uh, including UCLA. Uh, we also had the film crew uh, led by a Filipino filmmaker uh, and the editing as well. So this was really a labor of love uh, created by the community for the community. Uh, this PSA was actually aired on the Filipino channel and has been seen by millions of Filipinos all across the US. And uh, I hope that it continues to be uh, a, a good message for Filipinos to not wait and to call 911 or call an emergency service immediately if you think that you're having a stroke. Oh, we definitely will. And again, like, you know, thank you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and your expertise. Um, you know, folks, when it comes to stroke, think fast and act fast, right? Um, so again, Dr. Antonio, Kat, thank you. Thank you so much for, for helping to enlighten our viewers about the, uh, you know, the amazing uh, CFAM organization and how young Filipino doctors and students uh, serve our Mabuhay community.
particularly during a global pandemic. Uh, do either of you have any parting words for our audience before we wrap up here? Um, I just wanted to say thank you to you all for inviting us and um, showcasing CFAM because, um, you know, we're a growing organization and any listeners that are remotely interested or you know someone who may be interested, please send them our way. Um, we're happy to, like, expand our family. Um, we're a growing, dysfunctional family, but we all love each other and we're happy to support each other. I just want to thank uh, Mabuhay Credit Union and all of our community partners uh, for helping to create CFAM and making us uh, grow larger throughout the US. Uh, if you want to learn more about our organization, it's right over my shoulder here, CFAM. So the website is www.cyfam.org. Again, it's uh, cfam.org. And you can also follow our social media handles, which again, it's over my shoulder, uh, the CFAM org on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So we're continuing to grow. Uh, we have members from across the US, including Hawaii and Alaska. And we are so excited to work with the Mobile Credit Union and other Filipino organizations throughout the US. Yes, it's, it's definitely our pleasure. I mean, you know, for me on a, on a personal basis, I, I can definitely respect what you all do. Uh, and I know Dr. Antonio has heard this before. I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I do have two docs in my name. So, <laughs> so I, again, I really appreciate everything that you all do. Uh, thank you uh, for being a part of our show here today. Uh, and uh, folks, if you haven't done so, please be sure to subscribe to our channel to follow our show and for the rest of our content uh, that we put up. Now, in closing, allow me to share today's penny for your thoughts. Ang kalusugan ay kayamanan. That stands for health is wealth. My name again is Fred Doc Dossel here with Mabuhay Community Corner. Salamat, stay safe, and mabuhay. Subscribe.